Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Has this ever happened to you, or maybe you're the person doing this, where during ideal times your leader is accessible, uh, leading team meetings, creating activities, but then when once the screws tighten a little bit and the pressure gets higher, they just go into just auto mode and they disappear. And they just go into a cave and they don't come out until whatever issue is resolved is resolved and you, the team, are just left hanging. And you're like, what happened? Oh my gosh, when are they going to be back? And you just don't know what to do during that time. And it can be very stressful and uncertain. And you certainly don't want to put more pressure on your leader. But at the same time, their lack of accessibility, uh, their being too busy for you, is damaging to the overall results of the team. And maybe that's you. Like Maybe that's happened as well to you. Because we can all understand as human beings when that pressure comes, sometimes that's one of the ways we react. So today we're going to talk about another pitfall of leadership, which is being too busy for your team. Uh, as I just talked about, often that happens when, when the pressure is on. Sometimes that just happens where a leader, that's just how they roll, right? They're, they're always putting that team coordination, that team effort to the bottom of the pile. So it's fine when there isn't anything else going on, but as soon as things start to stack up, that's the one that immediately gets pushed down to the bottom of the file, bottom of the pile. So today we're going to share two of the six degrees of executive presence that can really help in this regard and, and why it's really important um, to keep that commitment and that engagement and time with your team. So the first of the six degrees of executive presence that's relevant for uh, not being too busy for the team is this concept of stillness. Right? You know, at work we have this feeling that like, it's almost like we're sharks, right? We, if we don't keep on swimming, we're going to die or somehow be considered irrelevant or not working hard enough. And when you get into that state of mind and that attitude, it's really conducive to pushing away things that are important but maybe don't show immediate results. Because those team efforts and being there for your team, those are built up over the long term and they build trust, they build efficiency, and sometimes they yield immediate results if someone comes with a problem during that. But more often than not, they're longer term, more investments. So by having that stillness and being able to take time to not always be doing something, that gives you some more breathing room and that, that attitude and that culture to say, hey, we don't have to be busy all the time. We can take time to do other things such as engage with the team. And as you know, not everything can be an emergency, right? Not everything can be a five alarm fire. So stillness helps us escape that mentality and give ourselves some breathing room to do activities that may not always seem immediately urgent but over the lifetime of your team and a career are crucially important. 
The second of the six degrees of executive presence, which is really important as a leader in this regard, is equanimity. Equanimity, as you know, is just a fancy way of saying staying cool under fire. When things do get busy, when there's a priority item, when things heat up, when the pressure is applied, how do you as a leader handle that? Are you able to integrate emergencies with the normal cadence and pace of the team? Now, every once in a while, we all know, and it makes sense, that when there truly is a disaster, a fire, then things can get upturned and you know you may need to reprioritize. However, that's not usually what's happening. What's usually happening is this becomes a habit. Anytime there's any little thing that seems slightly more important, the engagement of the team immediately goes out the window and the leader disappears. And that lack of engagement, that lack of being able to stay cool under fire and still meet those commitments when they're meetable really draws away from the confidence that your team has in you to be able to lead because you're just a good time leader, right? Any Every time things are going well, you're doing all the right things, you're engaging with the team. But as soon as things get a little bit difficult, you lose your balance. So as you go through the day, Think about this for yourself. When, when you feel that urge to just kick everything away, right? And just concentrate on one tiny little thing and say all this other stuff is optional, especially engagement with other team members or maybe engaging with your boss. Consider how you can use stillness and equanimity to continue to stay connected, to not take this attitude that that connection is secondary and just doing work all the time is primary and everything else has to take a back seat regardless of the long-term damage. Well, my name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Thank you for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear that generates executive presence. It's how you make people feel. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather have a leader who's too hands-off and micromanages you all the time, every little I to dot and T to cross, and is practically dictating emails to you? Or would you rather have a leader who's too hands-off and just kind of lets you do whatever you want and isn't really there to deliver any sort of direction or guidance, feedback, or even support. 
So I would love to hear from you whether either of those would be better than the other or your experiences in that regard. You can leave us a voice message at Anchor FM or email me at joe at connectioncounselor.com. The reason I'm asking is today we're going to talk about another leadership pitfall, specifically this one being two hands off. You may have had a leader who says to you, professes to you, I'm not, I'm not a micromanager. I'm just going to give you some direction and tell you where to go and you know, let you do what you need to do. I'm going to trust you. You're, you're a professional. I'm going to trust you. You have a great track record and, and come highly recommended. I'm not going to micromanage you. So the danger here is that sometimes this can turn into this almost lack of management, right? At, at the risk of not wanting to micromanage, sometimes you're not getting any management at all. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel. So.